Welcome to the Conscious Leadership Podcast. In this podcast, we discuss the how-to of creating conscious leadership for business, life and the world. With ordinary people doing extraordinary things and being truly in control of their own health, wealth and happiness. Knowledge plus action with a plan creates magical results. Introducing your host, Julie Hogbin, author, international speaker, mentor, disruptor, and creator of Conscious Leadership, and property investor living in the UK. LinkedIn is providing me with some fabulous thought processes and concepts over the last few days. After sitting in the garden with my book about bright ideas and red admirals and windmill leadership, which will be a lot more coming, This morning I've commented on a post that started off with the most important part of achieving health of a healthy work-life balance is to understand as soon as possible that perfection is not what you should aim for. Instead, you should aim for excellence, which really truly got me thinking, what's the difference between perfection and excellence? And in my own head, I wasn't too sure about that. So my response was, um, well, there's no um about it. My response was, I have excellence and perfections, perfectionism entwined. My challenge would be to detach one from the other. And I asked for some advice from the person that had written the post. And the response I got was, embrace the concept of good enough. Oh, and that got my whole brain thinking about, What's good enough? What is good enough? And what's good enough to me? And what's good enough to somebody else? And then how do good enoughs work together? And I, I couldn't, it, it wasn't, wasn't fitting in my head. And there was a comment or a, an interaction as we went through where the person I was interacting with said, perfection beyond utility is a waste by definition, which I can absolutely get and I can absolutely understand. Something needs doing to a certain standard and then anything over and above that, you're actually wasting your time, your energy, your effort. I get it, absolutely get it. And what is good enough? So my response was, and when good enough is perfectionism, which for me, perfectionism is good enough. I really struggle with this one personally. I have to really work with myself to let go of this. But when good enough is perfectionism, it's a tough one to embrace a lesser standard. Because it feels like you are not achieving the standard yourself because your perfectionism is the standard. Now, I learned this very many years ago, many, 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 many years ago. My perfectionism, so my standard, was above that required of the organisation and the role I was in within that organisation at the time. And my perfectionism and standard led to me achieving fabulous results but putting myself under huge pressure. But of course, as the manager, as the leader, 
I was expecting my team to achieve my standards. And it was only when the results started to drop and my team were coming to me, talking to me about, we don't have time to do this, we can't do this. I really learned the lesson that my standard, because of my years of experience, because of my years of doing the thing, because of the additional training I'd had, because of the mentors I'd had, had allowed me to level above that required by the organisation. So I was putting on additional pressure, not only on myself, but on my team. And it taught me a massive lesson. So what do I do now? If I'm working with people, I have a very clearly defined standard, timescale standards, qualities, quantities, whatever that might be as in the goal setting, as, the, as in the agreed way of working, that's very clear. So everybody knows what the acceptable standard is. So the minimum level of acceptable performance versus the, if one of a better word, the excellent level of performance. And for some of you, you may be on performance grading or performance reviews or your pay may be linked to your standards. You need to know what the minimum level is because that is good enough. That is the level that earns you your pay. If you want a bonus or you want a pay rise over and above, you need to be above that minimum level of acceptable performance. That's that's the minimum level of acceptable performance would achieve the organisational results. Now, this is I had to get my head around this personally, and I have trained it through. I've trained it out to many organisations. And without that level of standard agreed in advance, as in what's excellent, what's acceptable, and you know, people get hooked up on these words, we are living in a bit of a quagmire. We're working in a bit of a quagmire. So my good enough is not perfection to me because my perfection and my perfectionism is above good enough for an organisational standard. It's, it's very interesting what is for me when you get into these sorts of things. So the guy that I was having the interaction with um, asked, um, I'm actually reading it as I'm doing this podcast, which is probably not the best, so excuse me on this. So he's asking me, um, what does it mean when something in a habitual pattern is or has become an ism? And he wonders if the demanding perfection of oneself is helpful. So my response, and I'll read this through because I wrote it and this is what's prompted the podcast episode. Good enough is not perfection for me, Jeff. I work hard to let things lie if they are not to my standard of a result. Perfectionism is my good enough. And of course, it is my perfectionism of the thing, not someone else's. So I impose my isms, my standards on myself, as a lot of us do. I'm coaching um, a young woman now whose personal standards for her own personal ways of being 
are not actually doing her any favours. She's running herself ragged. So an ism for me is a habit overplayed and it can be a positive or negative trait, as in alcoholism, racism, ageism. They're all negative traits as isms, all of them. Or a more positive trait, and this is how I see it, as perfectionism. I've put a little smiley face under it. They can all lead to a negative result for someone, self or other. And of course, it isn't, it isn't a helpful trait because we become our own taskmaster. And ultimately, if we don't manage our perfectionisms, we'll collapse under the strain because we put too much pressure on ourselves to achieve a too high standard. Sometimes, um, and one of my mentors said, um, start and get perfect later. Now, there are lots of tools that we can use to do that, that help us with that. But let's just start. Perfectionism to start is not what we need to be aiming for. Perfectionism may be when we know more about what it is we're doing. Maybe, maybe, remember I'm one of these people, maybe will serve us. But if we are managing and working with others, our perfectionist perfectionism traits may potentially not serve others. They certainly won't serve us too much. So please think about your standards, the standards that you are displaying at work. So remember your minimum levels of acceptable performance, the levels above that, that will raise you over and above what's minimally accepted. And within your own work environment, if you are your own boss, your own leader, how is your perfectionism, and that can put that in brackets if you like, how is your perfectionism affecting your results? Are you working too many hours? Are you beating yourself up about something not achieved? Are you not letting go of things? Are you negatively affecting those people that you may live with, whether they are your partner, your family, or a house sharer? How is that affecting you? And how is that affecting others? Now, I learned this lesson because I was, for want of a better phrase, burning people out that I was managing, that I was leading at the time. This was many years ago. Uh, and I'll add on to the end of this there. I've just written a book on stress, the reality. It's a really easy read and perfectionism can lead you to being stressed for yourself. But if you've got a manager or a leader that's demanding perfectionism from you because of their standards, then there's a conversation required with them. What's the minimum level of acceptable performance and standard? And then what are they demanding? So it may be that you might need to and I hate this phrase, but you may need to upskill. You may need to develop your skill set or you may need to be having a conversation with them about them letting go. Thanks for listening to the Conscious Leadership Podcast. You can contact Julie on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest and hear me out. Please subscribe to her YouTube channel for how-to videos and more content. And please message Julie to have your questions answered. Until next time, remember, knowledge plus action with a plan creates magical results. See it, say it, write it, believe it and achieve it.